0: yo what up how's it going everyone how you doing people how you feeling happy wednesday um this is a this is a fucking intro that i'm recording days before the release of this because i'm going to la and i'm not going to have my recording equipment and i'm trying to be responsible i'm trying to be what what's the word proactive yeah right not preemptive pro yeah i'm being proactive dude I'm taking charge. I'm getting things done. GTD. I think that's a type of workflow. And my phone's going off, dude. How do I turn that off? Okay. Um, You know, I could restart this intro, but honestly, I don't have the time. And we're going with the flow, dude. We're on the train. We're on the train of this intro, and it's. And it, boy, is it a good one, and I hope there's no one, I mean, I hope there are new people listening, but also I hope you guys are like, oh, this is kind of crazy for an intro, this guy seems interesting, I should definitely listen to this podcast. Okay, anyway, uh, this is Dylan Baldino. this is We're All Psychos, this is my podcast, in case you guys don't know. Uh, today we got uh, Carmen Efe, she is a dominatrix dude, she's sick, alright, she also does stand-up, she's a comedian, um, I found her on Vice, she's great, we had a really good conversation, and I think you guys are going to like it. Talk about a lot of good stuff, about how she started doming, about how she got in the cock and ball. T- I mean, dude, I mean, there's so much. Literally, there's a lot. Talk about her new dog. It's a really good episode. I think you guys are going to like it a lot. Uh, please remember to rate and review, as always. And I'll shout some people out next week. I don't have the list next to me. Uh, I got to finish packing and get ready for my flight tomorrow morning. That my dad just yelled at me for an hour about... Um, when I should leave for the airport because he thinks that I'm going to leave too late and not give myself enough time. All right. Without further ado, are the words you love to hear, guys. Please welcome Carmen Ife.
1: Are you crazy? Are you crazy? We're all psychos. With Dylan Paladino.
0: Uh, Carmenife or like what do you yeah. like? How do you? Shoot? Okay, That's Carmenife. Perfect. All right, wow. sweet, sweet.
2: Uh, that, I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. What do a lot of people say instead of Carmenife?
2: <laughs> um, I've gotten Carmenife, Care Bear Life, <laughs> um Carmen Lafife. And these are all good
0: alternates, though. Uh, Carmen Lafife. I mean, my... <laughs> Carmenife is the dopest, obviously. <laughs> but Care Bear or- er...
2: Care Bear Life, and then the most recent one was from uh-huh. my doctor's office. When yeah. they called me and they were like, we're trying to get a hold of Corpa Kimpe.
0: Corpa Kimpe?
2: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was like, who?
0: I don't know how people misread stuff. Like, you're like, dude, it's right there.
2: It's literally right there. Karma
0: Knife I'll- sounds like um, what you could be as like a Halloween costume, like of yes. yourself.
2: That's a great idea. You know? Or
0: just <laughs> even, you're just like, I'm Karma Knife. And then you like do some, I don't know, tease play with a knife. I don't fucking know. There's. <laughs> There's so much shit that you uh can do. But thank you for being here, dude. I'm I'm you I will say we've had uh many different people on the show, but no one has come looking as good as you at right now. <laughs> you're really killing it and you're thank setting you. the bar high for what people have to come looking like.
2: Thank you. Because you
0: are colorful, man. It's I love it. It's yeah, dope.
2: This is my comfy couture. It is? Yeah. I also just like I was like, I'm leaving the house today.
0: Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you're, you're going to do other stuff after this, obviously.
2: All uh, of the sort of, yeah, yeah. But usually, like, it's mm-hmm. either I'm dressed like this or I'm wearing my like I'm stone. Then I need to go to the bodega look.
0: Ah, true. Is, like, is that with the uh, wearing the my uh, bonnet? Your yeah. bonnet? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, over the hair. I love all right. that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge too. It's I saw so, in the video. I was, I mean, because your hair is pretty. Bi- like when you let it out, your hair is pretty big. It is. Yeah, yeah
2: and I've always had issues with finding one that fits, but then there's this, the woman who makes them, her name's Neek. Uh She got tired of the bonnets being too small, so she just started making her own, and it's like the best. Yeah. And so
0: does that just keep your hair like in check it
2: just keeps my hair moisturized like because oh, okay. if i just lay my head on any whole uh-huh. thing it'll absorb all the moisture in it uh-huh, and make okay. my hair super dry but if mm-hmm. i got my satin bonnet on i can just keep it yeah
0: and you're looking good thank you yeah, yeah i okay. look good
2: and also just like it's nice for like when i'm too high to decide what to do with my hair I'm yeah like, cool, i I'll just wear a it. pink outfit and throw this yeah on.
0: exactly not i mean you can rock it anywhere mm-hmm. that's amazing Damn, well, I mean, so so I, I saw the Vice video, and that was how I kind of figured out about this, and it was like anime, kink, BDSM, <laughs> all this crazy shit. And then I watched it, and I think the thing that was the, the coolest about it was that you were super open and loved doing it, but you also were trying to make it funny. And this was like your side – this was your side thing. Mm-hmm. You were like the main thing you want to do is being an esthetician, right? Yeah, yeah. Which And so what does that f- like encompass? I know it's something with s- like skin and facials or
2: – Yeah, so I would basically be like a skincare professional. Okay. And right now I am sort of doing that and I'm working with sugar waxing. So I remove hair. And that's using- that
0: like – goop, sugar, yeah, shit that like... Yeah, sugar,
2: lemon, sugar and water and you like have to mold it all. it's very fine. like physical and... It looks like
0: it hurts a lot.
2: It can, it yeah. can I mean I'm ripping the hair out of to be it's not gonna be pleasant but there's a lot of the way that I do it and the way that my shop does it like we there's a lot of communication Uh so that you don't feel alone and we do breathing exercises really and it's also meditation before yeah Yeah. and it's also really cool too because you know every time (laughs) my dream is to like get my license and have like a sugar dungeon so, oh yeah so i can incorporate like bdsm into Sh- the oh. service because i'm like if you're already gonna feel pain like yeah, yeah. you it might would as well be fun. getting off
0: to it or some shit yeah doing it, yeah. it making it fun
2: yeah exactly so like it's really funny because whenever i'm Thinking about how I am going to pull the hair off on somebody, I'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, I'm going to stretch the skin this way, and I'm going to move this body part this way because I don't want to sugar it. That would be really painful. But then yeah. in the back of my head, the dom in me is like, but you're going to save that. Exactly,
0: you're going to save that for, exactly. save that <laughs> for you can certain use that. clients.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, are you getting uh, a mix of male and female clients, or is it usually more female when you're doing sugaring?
2: I get a mix. Yeah. I get um, women, men, trans folks, non-binary yeah. folks, yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody. It's just like um, because that—that's the thing that I really appreciate about what I where I work too is that mm-hmm. we try not to gender shit because that's fucking it's body hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's body hair and it's skin. Everyone's got it. Yeah, everyone's fucking got it. Like I just um, didn't
0: know if you saw a majority of one gender when you were because you're talking about making a bdsm thing I, oh, yeah. I would i would think that'd be mainly more on like the male side that would be coming to it but i could be completely wrong yeah
2: oh no no i'm sure it would be definitely like a mixed bag especially <laughs> yeah. like if you have yeah there are so many different things you can do you can p- do temperature play you can blind do temperature play. Hot yeah. and
0: cold stuff, or
2: yeah, you make the room really, really, really fucking cold, oh. and it just amplifies the sensation of everything.
0: Oh, or it makes it go numb a little bit. Yeah. Oh, interesting.
2: Or it could just make it hurt more, which damn. some people really enjoy.
0: God damn. <laughs> well, what made you want to get into like skincare?
2: I've always really been into skincare, but I think the biggest thing is as I learn more and more about how our bodies and skin works, I -hmm. realize that a lot of the things that I grew up hating about my skin or a lot of the things that I used to call you know, oh, I have bad skin because I get ingrowns or hyperpigmentation or blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. The more that I actually study it, the more I realize like, oh, these are all things that are really normal. Yeah,
0: it's like most people are going to have them.
2: Most people are going to have them. And also just like they happen super normally. And you realize that a lot of this, um, a lot of this. Fucked up shit that we feel about our skin and our bodies—that the we, shame and yeah exactly a lot of that just comes from capitalism because if you feel really shitty about something, then you're, you're going to pay money some. to do whatever you can to fix it.
0: Like Johnson Johnson's not going to make money unless they go here. Help us make you look the right way.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, is that you have to understand that most, pro, almost all cosmetic products in the United States have to go through the FDA, mm-hmm. and the FDA like. Their main rule isn't like,
1: (laughs) their main rule is
2: it cannot cause harm. It cannot cause harm, but it doesn't say anything about it must do what it says. Whereas um, in Europe, the EU certifications over there are like, it has to do what it says. It not only cannot cause harm, but the product has to do what the fuck it's saying. So it has to work. So a lot of people are spending all their money on shit that either makes their skin worse or doesn't work at all. And I like being able to give a service to people that not only educates them Mm -hmm. on their bodies, but also... Gives them more of like an ability to connect with this because I feel like there's all there's just this. I grew up most of my life being disconnected from my body, your body, yeah. So having to work with my body for Mm -hmm. most of my jobs, um, kind of forces me to really look at it and I realize like, wow, a lot of the shit that I hate about it isn't even my shit, it's shit I've been taught to hate about. Yeah,
0: yeah. When do you think you started to really start like to get, uh, more connected with your body do you remember a moment where you were like oh I need to work on starting to love this and actually feel it because a lot of people don't when you say connect to your body I, I I connect with that because I go a lot of times you don't feel in your body mm-hmm. a lot of times we're in our head you right. know? and then and there's this distinct feeling when you kind of like settle in and feel the fullness of like being comfortable and grounded in your body that's a completely different feeling Mm -hmm. it's a lot less anxiety and you're a lot more like okay i'm in this vessel completely it's not just my mind do you remember when that maybe happened for you
2: um that
0: i mean it's happening consistently you have to like do it every day i know but like it's something that you were consciously aware of like all right now i gotta
2: it's something that definitely took years for me. It, 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 I didn't just wake up one day feeling able to feel You're these like, this things. This great, yeah. Yeah, no, I never really, especially like the way that I grew up. I just had this huge disconnect with my body and myself, and. It was something that just was kind of brewing for years Mm -hmm. until – so I grew up in a really weird – like, I grew up – I call it the cult of two.
0: Let's hear it, yeah. Yeah,
2: because my mom, you know, she had a lot of mental health issues, and she was right about, like, a lot of things. Like, I get my humor from her, my storytelling from Mm -hmm. her – the like she's so smart but you know she has a lot of issues and she just really instilled in me that like i my very body and my presence caused harm to people
0: oh, so she okay. used to
2: convince me she would bring home like her reports from the doctor and be like look you're getting me sick like you're getting me more ill and oh. so for a long time I really believe that my presence harmed people around. Yeah, it's like me. a syndrome creating, Yeah, exactly. And so I ran away from home at seventeen, and I still, I still really did not think that highly of myself for a while. And I mean, it, it really, makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: it just was. It's something that you have to unlearn, and it's a process. And it's what I always tell people because people look at me and they're like, "You're so confident. Like I want to be like you." And I'm like, "You can be." I just started being like this a few years ago. Like This is a whole process. But the real thing, um, I think the real change came when at one point I was just looking at myself and I was saying, I used to say all these horrible things to myself. And I had this therapist Mm -hmm. in college that changed my life where I was just talking shit about myself. And she looks at me and she was like, okay. I want you to think of someone in your life that you love very, very much. And I was like, okay, I got the person in my head. And Mm she's like, great. I want you to think that that person is coming to you right now with the exact same issues that you're having. Mm -hmm. And they're telling you exactly what you're telling me. Like, would you say what you're saying to yourself to them? And I was like, Jesus, no, that's horrible. And she's like, so why are you saying it to yourself? Like, you're making it worse. You're treating yourself so badly. And that's when I realized, like, wow, like, I may have left the situation at home, but I continue to perpetuate it when I continue to...
0: The self-talk.
2: Exactly. I was like, this isn't helping anybody. And I was like, I deserve so much better. And that's when I realized, like, in order to get to where i need to be i need to be my biggest fan my biggest supporter and there are going to be days where i don't like myself that much and that's sure. fine that's human uh, and we all I'll, we all deal with exactly. it. exactly yeah we all deal with it and instead of shaming myself for it now i'm like okay i'm gonna let myself feel it but like when i start when those thoughts start to pop back into my head i mm-hmm. look into the mirror and i'm like am i the one who's saying that or is it this person? Uh, or is it what they want me to think? Like, who is? Where is this really? Where is this coming, coming from? from? What's the
0: stem of this feeling? Exactly. Like, wh- where Where are these judgments coming from? Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. It's. I think it's a really. I've had that presented to me also by someone. Go. Like, would you talk to someone else like this? And then I think the, the answer is almost always no. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about your friends or people that you care about, like, no party you would ever try to. Dog them or like be super judgmental to them, make them feel bad. But then for some weird reason, we have no problem being just the meanest, yeah. vitriolic person to ourselves in our head all the time. All the and time. we can't run from it. We're we're having those thoughts and they sink in. And sometimes you don't even realize you're having them. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to – the most annoying thing about it is that you have to actively yeah. fight against them or mm-hmm. actively be like, no, no, no I'm going to choose to support myself here. I'm going to choose to – Look on the bright side. All that, like, what all the positive things that have been overplayed on fucking Instagram to where everyone's like, this is bullshit. But all of them is true and it's real. And it's like you do have to talk yourself up every day. Mm -hmm. You do have to. I mean, it's an hour to hour thing. You talk about like day to day. It's like, dude, I could have had a bad morning right and they've been like i suck man like uh, nothing i'm doing is good and then i come and then we have a great conversation for an hour and a half and i'm like actually like i love what i'm doing like this is great right blah blah blah. and then two hours later i'm on the couch and i'm like man i haven't done shit in two hours what the fuck is wrong you know it's like an hour to hour thing and Mm so everyone gets it and they understand it but it's um it always sucks to realize that it's not gonna just Go away one day.
2: No. It's like you got to just be. something you work towards, but you work towards it because you're worth it mm -hmm. every time.
0: And you got to think about yourself as. It's this kind of weird dichotomy where you have to think about yourself as like I'm me. I'm conscious. I'm myself. But also I'm going to treat myself like I'm another person Mm -hmm. because that's going to make me be nicer to myself. Right. Because if not, I mean, as a performer, I mean, you get it. We Like it's easy for us to just tear ourselves down yeah and also there's this weird thing where we kind of feed into it sometimes Mm because we think it's like the right thing to do we think it's going to make us better and you got to unlearn that shit yeah and it takes yeah so when people are like oh how are you so confident you're like you almost want to be like yo you didn't see the 20 years before that led up to this shit okay i got all this make and i'm looking fucking fire because i'm finally pushing to the other side of where you didn't see anything but it's like you can put makeup on, but no one puts. Um, it's like a, a metaphor where it's like, so you put makeup on to look 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 better, feel or feel better, feel good about yourself, whatever it is, right? Mm. But there's no makeup to show when you're feeling horrible about yourself. You know, yeah. you're never like. <laughs> You're never waking up in the morning and you go, I feel like shit today. I'm going to put a bunch of scars on my face and like a <laughs> weird lesion. So no one knows that you're feeling like shit, but it's like you are. If if you could, I bet you a, a lot of people you go, damn, they're not having a good day. Look at that's There's a lot of boils on their eye. Oh, shit. I, gotta go, I got to go. I Maybe I should buy him lunch or some shit, you know?
2: I like, yeah, that's a good. I, I like doing things like that, though, but to make sure that like men don't talk to me outside. <laughs> Like I, I yeah. I buy it's so these...
0: unfortunate that like women have to do that, but yeah, <laughs> they I, I have get these
2: it. Cute little like blood capsules that they sell on Amazon, uh-huh. and sometimes I'll just like pop one in my mouth. So if someone's following me home, I just bite down, and I'm like, raw, raw, raw. <laughs> and they don't bother me anymore. They don't. Yeah.
0: Great. Especially now in COVID times, they're like, oh shit, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. Let <laughs> yep. me. That's that's patient zero. Let me get the fuck damn. Yeah. That's smart. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of an investment because I heard they don't taste good. They but, don't. Yeah. But, hey, it's worth it to not get fucked with by a guy Yeah, because they can be – they just won't stop. They won't. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Also, if you don't feel like putting blood capsules in your mouth. Another thing that I used to do for people that would sit really close to me on the subway is I downloaded Uh. like a – home castration video and I saved it on my phone and if someone was sitting too close, you just put it on full screen and then you just make direct eye contact and then they just leave you alone. You have all this space to sit oh down. Oh my God. It's nice. That's
1: <laughs>
0: insane. <laughs> I love yeah. it. That's wild. Holy shit. Yeah, because the guy's like... And, you're like, and then
2: you just smile yeah, at him. And like you
0: go, I'm practicing for my exam. You're yeah. like, what? You're like, I'll be doing this. Do you want to... Can you can you be my patient?
2: And right. The guy's
0: like, yep. Yeah, nope. Never mind.
2: Until one day, you probably. If I, <laughs> I was like, when's the day that I'm gonna you find like some d- guy
0: that's down with it?
2: Yeah, some medfet guy. Yeah. Who's just like, oh my god! He's like, Finally, yeah.
0: I found my queen. Yeah. <laughs> she can cut my dick off. Yeah. Like, cut my balls off. <laughs> Damn. I mean. So nice little synchronized, sip yeah, right there. Cool. That was good. Um. So what? So you want to be an esthetician and and you're still training to be an esthetician Mm -hmm. and doing sugaring and all of that. And, um, what led you to get this side hustle of becoming Carmen Ethan, like becoming uh, a dom?
2: Um, being broke. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah. That makes sense. I was really, yeah, I was, you know, I've been on my own since I was 17. And so I, once you ran
0: away from home, that was pretty much it.
2: Oh, that was it. Yeah. yeah. I was no on communication. My own. You were done. Nope. Yeah. Uh, well, like I tried some communication and then I was mm-hmm. just like, you know, no, like, yeah. I'm OK. And I think there's this whole there's a lot of emphasis put on forgiveness and like mm-hmm. you need to forgive people in order to move on in order to feel better in order to do better. And for me, like I'll forgive people that have earned my forgiveness, Okay. but rather than carry all that anger, um, because you know, I'm not forgiving you or you're not doing what you need to do to earn my forgiveness or to make things better mm-hmm. rather than just carry that anger. Um, I'm, I I just use it for my creative outlets, All right. will I'll draw, um, I've been writing, I was like, wow, like, I'm going to utilize my awful childhood and write some horror movies, like make some money off of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, turning it into, yeah, turn, turn it, it into dough, something. yeah, turn it into some money.
2: But I'm not, yeah, I, I realized that just because... A lot of people will be like, oh, but like that, those are your parents. And I'm like, they're my parents, but they're also terrible. Yeah. So, I,
0: And it's a, that's a really hard thing. Some people realize that it's like, they're my parents and I also can't have them in my life.
2: Right. And it's just like at the end of the day, regardless if someone is your parent, your spouse, um, mm-hmm. a family member, blood relative, it doesn't matter who it is. If them if them being in your life puts your safety in danger then it's never worth it and i've just been so much more happier once i've that's one thing i'm really grateful for um Mm -hmm. bdsm bdsm taught me how important it is for me to have boundaries and how important it is for me to set those boundaries and Setting those boundaries has completely changed my life. Like there was a time where I felt really guilty about not having my parents in my life. But now I'm like, wow, that was the best thing I ever could have done because I wouldn't have been able to do all the things that I'm doing or get to a place where I feel so in sync with myself Uh and so self-assured if I would have kept that in my life so it was hard though cause you know I'm on my own I'm broke <laughs> yeah I mean
0: you leave at 17 yeah and so what do you do when you leave like do you go stay with friends or you
2: basically yeah I stayed with friends my godmother was like you can sleep on my couch and she uh-huh. basically like saved my life and she's awesome like she knows all the shit that I do like uh-huh. I don't hide anything from her and she's like I don't you know I don't know what that really means but like It's good that, you know, when you're near men, they give you money for your time. (laughs) You're like,
0: like, that's all you need to know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: I know. She's the best. Damn. So I've always been, I've had uh, the laundry list of jobs that I've had has been extensive. Like, it's always really funny now that when I do OnlyFans stuff, people are like, oh, like, aren't you afraid? Like... What if your stuff gets leaked? And I'm like, if that happens, I'll be pissed because y'all are seeing my shit for free. Exactly. And that's not I'm
0: watermarking my shit. Yeah. Don't be yeah,
2: don't be no, released. You it. pay for it like everybody exactly. else. Exactly. But if that, you know, if that were to get a leak, I'd be like, all right, like worst comes to worst. If that happens, at least you're gonna see me getting it in. Like the worst thing mm-hmm. you'll see is probably the shitty apartments I've been in before. But like the one leak that I am <laughs> really worried about uh-huh. is um I used to work. When I was super broke, I worked at the Coldstone Creamery in Times Square.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, and you had to sing?
2: Yeah, but. God, you must have hated that. Yeah, but the thing is, is that they make you audit, like, when they make you audition when you apply for the job. What? Yeah. So basically, they. Have, so when I applied to work, at, this was like years ago. Uh-huh. I apply, and they have everybody lined up outside of the cold stone, and then they bring you in to like the back, and there's this like empty area, and they put you all in a circle. Okay. And they're like, okay, we're going to just ask you, we're going to go one by one and ask you each some questions. And they're asking us questions that have nothing to do with fucking ice cream. Like, she points at me and she goes, who's the vice president of the United States? And I was like, Joe Biden. Yeah. Because it was Joe Biden at the yeah. time. And she's just looking at me like. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, bitch, it's Joe Biden. Like, I know it's him. And she's like, oh, well, well, I was just, you know, I don't know who it is. And I was like, so why'd you ask me? (laughs) What? Yeah, but the best part is... um, Wait, how
0: were you... Were were you doming at this point or no? No! (laughs) So you were just dressed as just... You were just chill. Like, yeah.
2: I was dressed up very... You know, it was a job interview. Yeah, yeah.
0: Actually, yeah, what am I saying? You're not showing up. Honestly, though, it would be kind of tight if you showed up in this. And you were like, (laughs) Cold Stone, bitch. I mean,
2: honestly, yeah, they... (laughs) such a mess but you they mix
0: the <laughs> mix the ice cream with your tits You're like bah, 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 bah. that yeah.
2: i've actually been thinking about doing something like that for, i think
0: it would do very well
2: yeah i've been thinking about doing some kind of like everyone's baking banana bread now and i'm like what if yeah. i just mashed the bananas, bananas with damn with, with your tits, tits. Like, yeah it's just yeah so people are into some fucking weird shit oh yeah,
0: i bet i i can imagine and, I, <laughs> and you don't need to imagine because you've been asked to do it yeah <laughs> yep but so you're at Coldstone, you're like, what's so they, the audition?
2: The audition is that they make you, they put you into groups of three, okay, and then they grab a camera and they're like, you need to take a popular song, remix it about ice cream, and we're gonna shoot you singing it. Oh
1: my god! So
2: they have video footage of me in the middle of these two people, and I'm like, killing me softly <laughs> with Coldstone, making a waffle cone. At Coldstone. That's
0: a good imp on the. <laughs> that's a good extemporaneous. Just like bam, let's do it.
2: Listen, I was like, I need to get some money.
0: You're like yeah, that's what <laughs> being broke will do. It'll make yep. you fucking remix Lauren Hill to some Coldstone Rocky Road bullshit. Yep. And you're like, and I'm sorry, Lauren, but I need this money. I please. really need this yeah. money. Yeah. I'm so, so that sorry. video
2: is out there somewhere, and every morning I wake up and I'm like, shit. This gonna, is going to get leaked. <laughs> is this today the day that yeah. Coldstone
0: leaks. TMZ is like Carmen Efe seen rapping. <laughs> yeah
2: oh my god I see
0: but the thing is it's like because you have your own brand and your own you would just laugh about it and like make a joke you know yeah. what i mean and you and you would almost like that's the thing with with people talking about only fans getting getting leaked it's like i remember a comedian brought this up to me he goes because i was always worried i'd be like oh man what if you like send the nude and it gets leaked like Because you know we're all comedians, like thinking about what if we're famous or whatever. And then he brought it up. He goes, "Name one famous person who had a nude leaked and it did anything negative to their career." And I was like, "I can't really think of like it. Especially now, it comes and it goes. Three weeks ago, Captain America's dick was on Twitter, and then everyone (laughs) forgot. Like that didn't affect. He's still going to get jobs, you know. Like Justin Bieber's cock was. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm saying even for um. Uh, when that big, like, leak, had, the fappening, whatever that shit was. Like, when Jennifer Lawrence's got released and stuff, oh, it was yeah. it was bad. It was, like, it was honestly, like, very bad that that happened. But, I mean, she's, you know, she, it's not like, I don't think she didn't get work because of it. I think a lot of, it's bad for a woman because it feels more invasive and, I think, more um, violating, for sure.
2: Well, because that's why people, um, when people leak your stuff... That's why they do it. They do it to exude dominance over you, and they yeah. do it to violate you in a way. It's like, okay, you're not—I'm going to fuck you over in a way where you can't give consent, so I'm going to leak this. I'm going yeah. to shame you for this. And- or
0: I know you're going to be shameful when this comes out. Right. Gonna, and the only way, that I think, to to fight it is to, like— not be embarrassed by it at all which is very hard to do especially if you're in a profession but it's like this uh, comedian Whitney Cummings like she posted an Instagram story a while ago and she was in the bath and she was like very high and didn't realize that like one of her tits was out and she I feel that and she took yeah you know (laughs) shit happens you know what I mean the tits are you're like oh shit I didn't know that it was in the frame and she I guess she deleted the video like pretty quickly after but someone um found it screenshot it And then was like trying to extort her for money, you know? And yeah, it's fucking horrible. And they were trying to get money. And then she was going to go try and get lawyers. And a lot of people don't realize is that the lawyer fees ends up it costs so much money. And like, you have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not paying for it. It's like, it costs so much money. It takes so much time. You're living with all this anxiety or or just this fear of what's going to happen. So she finally was like, just leaked it and was like, hey guys, on Instagram, one of my tits was out. It looks like shit. Here you go. I'm doing this so that someone doesn't extort me for it anymore. I'm taking the power away Good from them. For her. And I was like, of all the ways to do it, I think that is the... It, now, it's not possible to do all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it's it, for a comedian, it's a lot easier than someone who's like... You know, if like Kate Hudson's nudes were... It'd be a little bit different because like she's, she's tied to all these movies and shit. But still, I think if you just actively are like, yo... This happened. Someone's trying to – and you turn it on them. You're like, someone's trying to get money right. from me. So instead, I'm going to be proactive and go, here it is. I don't give a fuck. And that that was the one time where I was like, okay, I guess that's the best way to do it. Like, right. still hard, but
2: – It's still really hard. And also, I think we just need – as a culture, we need to get more into the practice of shifting the blame where it needs to be. And that's on the fucking person So she never doing be blaming the, the person who, yeah, yeah never the fucking person doing doing the bullshit. And yeah, good for good for fucking her because I've had that. I have definitely had that happen before. And <laughs> yeah. I think, what was I doing? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. my t- I was like really drunk. And I was doing it was during when we first got quarantined, uh-huh. and I was super drunk. And I was doing karaoke on live. Nice. And one of my tits was out. I was doing take on me. Right. There we go. That's my favorite song. That's a good. Yeah. And it was just out. And like, people were just like, yo. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I wait. I, I kind of wish that um I could have saved that video and edited it so that, like, my nipple could be, if I had, like, captions, my nipple could be, like, the bouncing ball (laughs) that, like, goes on each word that you're going to (laughs) say.
0: That would be really funny. Yeah. Like, when kids learn how to fucking read. Yeah. It's like, boing, boing. That would have been, yeah. But, again, it's like taking it and being like, I'm not going to be fucking ashamed of this. Whatever, dude. My tit is out. Yeah. Fuck you for trying to make me feel weird about it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I like my tits, you right. know? And yeah, do I want always people to see them? I didn't, but now it's like time to move on. Mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the healthiest way to get over. It doesn't make it any less wrong. Right. But it's a it's a hard thing and it's unfortunate that like there's just so it's so easy to keep a digital trace of something that it's like it's to the point now where in, like, 20 years, like, every politician is going to have nudes out somewhere. Oh, yeah. And everyone's going to – I think it's going to get to the point where, like, no one even cares anymore because it's like, oh, their they're nudes leaked, okay. Right. Everyone's nudes have leaked. Like, it's who
2: – Everyone's nudes have leaked and also just, like, I don't know, being, being a sex worker, I'm just like, yo, everybody's got some shit going on. Like, all the 100%. people – all the guys working in the financial district are walking around with butt plugs in them most of the time. So, like, What? Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. Like Just in?
2: Yeah. Just- I, yeah, one of my... <laughs> I had this one client. He's really big on pain and he was this finance guy and he would come to see me and I'll never forget, he came to see me one time and he's like in a suit and I'm like, all right, strip. And he strips and he's wearing like this beautiful jock strap made of <sighs> chains and all the chains kind of connected to this butt plug that was oh, in his ass Oh, and i was like wait have you had that on all day he was like yeah i had this really crazy morning meeting and it's like i just needed to get in the zone you know so i was <laughs> just weird. That's how he gets in the zone? Yeah.
0: Damn.
2: Yeah and then he was like and then i was just thinking about you all day and blah 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 and i was like do people do people think that you were gonna go to a laundromat later that day? Cause like the chains are gonna be clinking under your shoe. That, s- yeah, like
0: how sit. did they not hear it? Or He's
2: like, yeah, you know, it's people don't care. Like, like it's
0: pretty quiet. Yeah, <laughs> I like, got really good pants. They insulated it. Yep. Wow.
2: Yeah. So most people. So
0: there. most finance dudes are just trying to. Do you? That's always been kind of a cliche where it's like dudes that are very much in charge uh, like to visit. Like doms or have BDSM stuff because it, it's like the only time they get to feel out of charge or they get to like fully get them out of their yeah, heads. Yeah, it's do exhilarating. You, do you notice that there are more high level, not C suite guys or whatever dudes that are in like lawyers, finance guys like that that are coming to you more often than um, other?
2: Either it's either that or just people that are in. That are just under high stress. Mm -hmm. Like some of my clients just have multiple jobs that are all like, you know, regular jobs, but it's just like a lot. Or I had one client who like uh, was a graphic designer and he was working from home a lot and he lived with his parents and that was like the major stressor. So like his whole thing would be like coming to me and he, he would role play that like I had kidnapped him from his parents. And it's like, I am holding him for ransom and all he can eat is ass and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And yeah. So like, it's just, it's, it's really interesting to see how, people's daily lives kind of play into it and i totally understand where that's coming from because i'm mm-hmm. a bit of a switch myself like okay. i'm in charge of everything in my life so it's nice to be able to give that over to somebody that you trust and it can it's also actually be- when you get
0: to yeah you're talking about like when you're like with a partner that's not
2: yeah paying you yeah. yeah yeah and it's just yeah if 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 that if that person is if that person can do it, because sometimes
1: they can't, they can't take control.
2: like, I don't, they, oh God, there was this, This. What, what was this? This was like year, like two years ago. Uh-huh. I call him noodle hands. Okay. Because, like, he would, he would, like, spank me, but it was just like, yeah,
0: Oh, I've been that guy.
2: Yeah. I'm like, what the, f-? like, it's like wet pasta thing. Yeah. I'm like, no.
0: You're <laughs> like, I need a hard hand and a hard like, dick too, but more importantly, a hard hand.
2: Come on. Like, yeah, you, you know. You need the smack. Yes, exactly.
0: I've, so. ne- I've never been noodle hands, but I had one girl one time, she had a bunch of like, uh, horsetails, right? That's what the whip. Oh, called? Oh, little floggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And like so she was like, do you want to use these on me? And I had never, <laughs> I was, and, but of course I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll figure it out. And so she was like, have you ever done it before? And I just lied and said, yeah. And then I like, I hit her like so soft and weak. And she looked back at me and was like, the fuck are you? <laughs> and then she grabbed it was like, like this. And she smacked my leg. And I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> yep. Like, damn. And then I did it still because in my head, I'm like, damn, I don't want to hurt her. But it's like, she wants that. Yeah. So I, I was a fucking beta about that shit did it and then I left I left at 4 a.m. I was like I gotta I got I gotta get out of here but it's like what you need is there's been a couple times where the smack has made my ears ring and I'm like I think that was a good one. yeah that's the good feel, one you'll
2: you, you'll 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 feel it you'll feel it you'll feel it and yeah it's it's pretty it's a pretty mixed bag of people that come to see me I usually get um Oh, I've been getting a lot of scent guys recently. Scent? Yeah, like guys that are really big on smells.
0: Oh, scent. Yeah. I was thinking of scent C E N T. Oh, okay, Yeah, smells. no,
2: no, smells. Yeah. yeah. Like before um before COVID, there was this one client that I had that would come and his whole thing was like my feet And at the time, this was before I started doing skincare work. At the Mm -hmm. time, I was a full-time dog walker. Okay. So I was walking 12 miles a day every day. Um, yeah, it was intense. I loved it, though.
0: Yeah, I really you're getting out there. Yeah. I really getting loved exercise. it. And I was
2: kind of known in my neighborhood that I dog walked at as the girl to go to if you had like a large dog, because like oh. I knew how to like you deal me- with- keep them- Yeah. Yeah. And it was really funny because my boss at the time, she'd be like, wow, you're so good at like keeping them in control, you know? And I was like, girl, you have no yeah. idea. I'm like, like, I spent all this time walking yeah. these dads like these yeah. dogs ain't nothing. Yeah, like, it's Walking
0: funny. these dads. Yeah. Like walking men.
2: Yeah, like dads.
0: Like, like what? Just putting a collar around them and then just yeah, walking then them. Yeah,
2: you just walk them. They're not allowed to stand unless I want them to. Take on
0: the street a though, or
2: I did that one time on the street, but sometimes I'll walk them around the apartment. Wow. Or, or you know, like if we're doing like a human furniture set session, if I'm gonna <laughs> like, you know, if sometimes <laughs> there was one guy who was just like, oh, I just want to be like, you just turn me into furniture. Like the whole session was turning wow. him into furniture. So first he was my lamp. So I was reading a book and I made him hold like a flashlight. And,
0: like, and he's hold- just standing there for like 10 minutes?
2: Yeah, and then like, I, I, he was my ashtray. So I like made him stand like this and I was smoking a blunt and I'd be like, open. And then I'd ash it in. In his mouth? Yeah.
1: Oh, It was really damn. awesome.
2: I was just like, oh, you kiss your wife with that ash mouth, that's <laughs> so cute.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and you're just like, damn! I miss. It must feel really powerful to be like, I'm oh. completely in control. Oh, it's super And I get to just awesome. Loki treat you like shit, I and can. you love it. And
2: yeah, it's great. And it's just wow. like all these things that I used to be really self conscious about. Mm-hmm. I get paid good money for. Like I used to always be ashamed of like how big my feet were when I was growing Do you up. you have big feet? Yeah, I have like size eleven feet.
0: Female. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, nine and... Okay, but I guess size 11 is still pretty... Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty...
2: I just always just, like... I don't know. Growing up, I just always had, like, an issue with it, and now... You know,
0: I remember I had a girl who was, like, I have big feet, and I remember I was like, they're not big at all, but that's a thing. You're right. right. Yes.
2: And I... (laughs) Now it's like yo like my feet be getting me feet. they be getting me money and also just like just weird like for example my um my grandfather mm-hmm. like one bonding thing that we had together like the one bonding thing that we had together was he taught me how to pinch and pick up things with my toes Wow and it that's was interesting. always just like this useless skill Good until now yeah. now it's just like yeah like if you like Getting your ball stepped on, or whatever. I'll just chain you to a table and get my feet, and I'll just like grab one nut with my toes. And oh,
0: dang. oh, hard. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. God damn.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a workout. It's
0: fun. But that's like, that takes some skill. Oh, Grandpa yeah. helped you have a specialty. Thanks, that's your Grandpa. calling card. Thank you, Grandpa. Shout out. <laughs> now I'm picking up one nut with my hand, yep. with my feet. Yeah. Thanks to you. Holy shit. <laughs> That's damn. That's what like started all this. What started getting into Dom? Because I like, I I don't even know how these guys like. I'm curious how these guys even go. I need a dominatrix. Like what? What is like? How does that even that thought even come to their head?
2: Well, when you're into certain things, like it's like you know you should go to a professional mm-hmm. to. Get Try it out. Yeah. Like, they know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and, you know, I don't think there's any shame at all in going to a professional to get certain things, especially, like, if some of the certain things, like, you know, if you're into cock and ball torture, you should probably go to a
0: professional. You need to go to someone who knows what they're doing. you don't yeah. want to,
2: <laughs> you don't want to fuck that up. You
0: don't want someone that's like, it's my first time, and they smash one of your nuts, and you're yeah. like, well, mine, it's gone now. <laughs>
1: God. Even
2: though that's been like a request, like I one guy was always oh, just like, "Yeah, just like do like, it so re- that I only have yeah. one left," and I'm like, "Yeah, oh. no, we'd have to sign some paperwork. Yeah,
0: then we first. gotta bring some lawyers in. Right? Okay, I don't really want to deal with that. Right? God damn. Yeah. No. And also, I mean, I don't know, but part of me thinks that's a spur of the moment thing. That after he might be like, "I really wish I still had both my balls." He's like, I know in the moment I thought this was going to be really cool and it did get me off. But after, you know, when you're sitting at home, you're like, I'm missing one of my nuts.
2: Yeah, but they'd probably want that nut again just to have me rip it off again. Yeah. So it's like, you're right. They want a repetition. The they want it to grow
0: back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's they just want to the repeat nightmare. nut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. What, what started uh, you doming? Or like, how'd you even like, how'd you learn about it?
2: So I like... I realize now looking back that I mm. was doing some Dom shit like before I even knew that doing? it was Dom shit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was in college and I'm fucking homeless and I discovered <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: I'm sorry about the way you said that. It's so funny. Yeah. You're like, I'm in college and I'm fucking homeless, I and you're am. like, oh shit.
2: I am, and yeah, because you're
0: just staying at your godmother's,
1: right? Right.
2: And I'm just couch surfing and stuff. And then I discovered this incredible, like, free food and weed app called Tinder. And okay, I was like, basically just going. I was going. I had it down to a science. I was like, okay. Um, I'll go on a Tinder date and then like two days later I'll go on another one. We'll go to a restaurant. I'll wear something where my tits are showing and I'll order something and uh-huh. I'll eat the food and have them talk about themselves and then I'll just be like Wow, I'm so intrigued by everything that you're saying. It's so hard to pay attention because I'm so hungry. Wow. Do you think maybe we can order something else? And then they just keep talking, and I order two Uh, entrees, eat one there, bring the rest home, and then we do the whole thing again. (laughs) So that's what I was doing. And then, like, while I was doing that... I would run into people who would want certain things, and I was just like, oh, you On
0: Tinder, you're saying, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. They'd be like, yeah, you know, I want you to, like, just laugh at my dick. Like, I want to show <laughs> you my dick. I want you to laugh at it. I want you to, like, just fucking
0: roast my dick yeah 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 and i dick and i'd love
2: i'd love they i'd be like fine get like, me a drink or whatever dreams. Yeah. and i'd <laughs> sit down and i'd be like look at that fucking unbreaded mozzarella stick tick. like what the fuck is that like what you know like you got your balls look like yeah. unbreaded chicken nuggets like the Damn. fuck is that yeah. you know like shit like that and then they would they'd you know, I, they'd, I'd they get fed, I'd get some money, you know. It's just like, oh, wow. And then I started doing my research and I was like, wait, these are all kinks? Yeah, like,
0: you're like, wait, I could be getting paid for this? Right. For real?
2: Right. Because most of
0: these guys on Tinder, you're just like eating with them and then I guess like fucking them or doing whatever with this, but you're not really getting paid for it. You're just...
2: Right. And I had, I did have one rule. So when I would okay. go on these dates, I was just like, listen, like I'll, you can take me out for a meal or uh-huh. whatever, but... I'm not going to rob you unless you do some disrespectful shit to me because okay. we live in this country and education is not free. I'm not allowed to sit here and educate yeah. you for free. If you do some disrespectful shit, I'm going to rob you. Perfect example being I went on a date with this one guy and it was actually going fine. Uh-huh. Everything was fine. And then we hooked up. And after we hooked up, he was like, you know, you said you were Afro-Latinar, but like your ass isn't that big. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. And I was going to say something, and I was like, you know what, Carmen? Let this cracker sleep.
0: Oh, Just no. let him
2: sleep. And he went to sleep, and I got up. I'm looking around his apartment. I find one of those big Ikea bags, mm-hmm. and I go in his kitchen, and he had all these new cuisine art pots and pans, and I took all them bitches. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you can't make unseasoned chicken for nobody, Quentin. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> fuck you Quentin also I'm surprised you didn't wake up those pans probably made a shit ton of noise yeah damn and you just fucking ru- you robbed, and you are like now I got pots and pans I
2: did yeah I remember my I was living with my best friend at the time mm-hmm. and it's like five in the morning and they woke up because I'm putting all these pants away and it's loud yeah. and they were like what the fuck like where did you get all this shit was like I we was got like, pans bitch right yeah. I was like listen you can either use them or you can ask me where they came from and they were like cool I'm going back to bed I'm thank to you bed. And mm-hmm. they actually found out where they came from two years ago when they came to one of my stand-up bits. And I did That's funny. a bit about it. And did they the were guy like,
0: ever ask? Or?
2: No. I mean, really? I blocked him afterwards. Like, I always put that my name was like Carmen with a C. Because oh. I'm like, oh, what? You're going to go looking for a Dominican girl named Carmen? There's like so many. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll yeah. never
0: find. There's me. a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Damn. A- anyone else that you got some good goods from?
2: Uh yeah. Um, well, first off, I haven't bought an iPhone charger since like 2014. Yeah. Okay. I mean. So yeah. That that's that's easy picking. A bunch of money. Yeah. I've taken some MacBook Pro chargers. I take. I always thought um, of doing an exhibit of like things I've stolen from. <laughs> men.
0: That would be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised there aren't guys that like want to hire you to steal from them. Because isn't there something called like fin doming?
2: Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. That's that. I love that.
0: That's yeah. My favorite. Have you you've done that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So and fin doming is just they basically like give you their credit card mm-hmm. and they're like, I want you to go spend an exorbitant amount of money.
2: They they give you so you have to be so you have to be very careful about okay. How you do that, Um, because I've definitely had situations where guys have been like, here's a picture of my card, blah, blah, blah. Please use it. And it's just like, "Okay, I'm not just going to take your card information without Mm -hmm. some kind of written statement saying that, like, you are giving me permission to do this. Because all you can do is just call the credit card company and be like, this is
0: this is fraud. Mm -hmm." Yes. It's been stolen.
2: But basically, financial domination is it's that. That control of BDSM, but through someone's wallet. And uh, it can go a variety of ways. Uh-huh. Um, it depends on the person and what they want. Like, I've had some FinDOM clients where it's like I literally budget out their life. I'm like, this is what you're gonna use here for food. This oh. is what you're gonna use for gas, and the rest is gonna be for me. And if you want to come, you have to pay the nut tax, and <laughs> you have to send a hundred dollars. Or if you want, That's amazing. If, yeah, you just tax everything. I'm like, there's a small dick tax, Damn. The nut tax, um, ugly
0: balls tax,
2: or just like if you're. I'm like, if I have to look at you, <laughs> and this is an issue, you're gonna give me money like i'm not and i've definitely had a few clients where i'm just like you gotta give me some money because you, you look, are
0: fucking ugly yeah bro. all right ugly. and I'm you're like, gonna pay me to look at your ugly ass face
2: literally it's like you're walking around looking like a monsanto mutation of ricky gervais <laughs> and i'm supposed to just look at you for free no, uh-uh. that's not
0: happening. it's a tax uh-uh. wow this sounds like so much fun Whoops. water on the titty yep it's okay it's the right Usually, people it. have to pay for that, you they know? They do? Yeah, exactly. They yeah. They got, they, that was a, little, got a that was a little teaser for OnlyFans. <laughs> Guys, if you want to see more of that, you go to our OnlyFans. Yes, you can. Okay. Wow. That's okay. But so so you're doing this, you're like, oh, shit, I'm kind of like already doing some kind of Dom stuff. Does someone mention what a Dom is to you? Does it like strike your interest? You're like, oh, I could be doing that more. Like, how does it go from, because, you know, I bet you there's people out there that are doing kinks, maybe you're, you know, amateur oh yeah with my boyfriend and with a couple of girlfriends whatever it is I've done what I've done but it's a big step to go from I'm gonna do this for a couple people on tinder to be like I'm gonna make this my I'm gonna I'm going to be out there so that people know <laughs> me as that you right. know not just there's not just whisperings of it it's like no no no. I got a home page all right. right you can come <laughs> see all the shit I do
2: yeah I guess um so uh, there's this really amazing dom out in L.A. named Princess Marks. Okay. And she and I have been following each other for a while. And she was actually one of the first people who um, I used to do this art project where, like, I would clap back to nasty uh, messages. Domains, I mess- would get on, like, okay, Cupid, Tinder, shit mm-hmm. like that. And I would turn them into artwork. And she would message me and be like, listen, I think you have a knack for this. I think, you know, you should try it. You should try being a dominatrix. I think you have Damn. a natural air about you mm-hmm. where you could do this. And I actually started out working at this, like... I use the term so loosely. It was like a dom house, but it was fake.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> It was fake. It was not. Well, It was great because I got to meet my coworkers who were amazing doms uh-huh. and sex workers that I still love and care for a lot today. But the bitch that ran that shit was fucking wild. Whack. And we... Yeah, she was very exploitative and not fucking cool. But that's kind of like how... I started stepping into it, and then I just started focusing a lot on online work because mm-hmm. a lot of my findom clients were from, like, Germany oh, okay. or Australia or— um, And they
0: just find you from uh, dating apps? Twitter. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, I have my Dom Twitter. I have, like—you have to have so many fucking things. It's just like, oh, my God.
0: And so do you ever, like, collaborate with other Doms or, like, sex workers to, like— maybe be introduced to new clients and stuff, like via Twitter or Instagram or any of stuff like that, like how comedians will do each other's podcasts and shit. Like
2: Yeah, you... I've I've done um podcasts with other DOMs and also like if I ever get a client that uh-huh. is into something that I cannot provide oh, and you'll... I know someone, like yeah. I'll send them to that person. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy as long as one of us is getting the bag. Get I'm mind, happy. Yeah. I'm happy to do it. Cause like, you know, the amount of yeah, the amount of times people are just like shit on me, and I'm like, I really wish that I could, but it's it's hard. And I you I I'm just, you've been asked to sh- someone's
0: asked you to shit on them.
2: Oh, multiple! I get that question like every day. What? Yeah, people want oh me to shit on God. them all I the time. I always
0: think it's over exaggerated, and damn. It's no,
2: weird. it's uh, yeah. People, really... I bet it's hard. It's really difficult. It's re- I can't shit on, on command. command and like i'm just now starting to get over my like extreme fear of poop yeah because i used to have <laughs> thank you mta so yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i had an experience oh this was also when i was working at um coldstone creamery mm-hmm. i was coming home late and it was like three in the morning, and I get off on the subway, and yeah, this was the night that just made me afraid of shit. shit yeah. <laughs> like, I'm literally doesn't take a lot. It and this was a lot. Oh yeah. It, so basically. <laughs> I get off the train, and I'm going up the stairs to, like, exit the train station. Uh And this homeless woman, like, it was disgusting, but I have to give her props because she did this in, like, under 45 seconds. It was very fast. She runs up in front of me on the stairs, drops her pants, takes a Gristiti shopping bag, and proceeds to shit in it. But, like, the whole time, she's making direct eye contact with me. So she's looking at me like this. And people, a lot of people, when I tell this story, they're like, oh, so you just like watch this lady shit in a bag. And I'm like, listen, you don't know what's fucking going to happen. You until You are you're in, the in si-
0: shock. Yeah. You are frozen.
2: Also, just like I'm sitting there and I'm like, this bitch has definitely done this before because yeah, this she's... was way too smooth and quick. This is
0: her thing. Yes. OK, this is just like th- how you pick up balls with your feet. This is yes, her thing. This was her yeah.
2: thing. So she shits in this bag and I'm just standing there. And she shits in the bag super, super quick and then like just walks up to me and she's like, yeah, so you got any loose change, any spare change? And I was like, listen, I am (laughs) so sorry that you just did all this for the brokest bitch on this train. Like, I'm sorry. I ain't got no money. And this was before Venmo, so I couldn't even like Venmo Venmo this bitch or give her anything. And then she like swings the bag at me a little bit. She's like, are you sure?
0: Damn.
2: So I ran out.
0: I that's was, yeah. That's I aggressive ran, panhandling. And Those. it
2: got worse because I ran and I turn around and she was chasing me like swinging oh. this bag of shit. It was like some kind of David and Goliath scat play. It was fucked. <laughs> and she chased me. <laughs> She chased me for a good two blocks.
0: God damn. I, I
2: ain't never ran that fast. She my whole really
0: life. wanted the money.
2: She really... And I was like, bitch, I'm broke. You yeah. picked the wrong one.
0: I ain't got anything to give you, okay? I have nothing. I you was want like, some I, of my shit? I'll, I'll give you some of mine.
2: But yeah. Literally, I have nothing.
0: I guess that's a, a, a really... Um, industrious way to use your body excrement listen, to make some money i, I mean th- everyone to each their own i guess i mean horrible it's it's harassing someone but also
2: i told her i was like listen getting gentrified right now i'm like why didn't you wait for some of the white people to you get off the, the train <laughs> like, yeah. leave me they, alone uh, they have money
0: i'll <laughs> give it to you <laughs> No. holy shit so yeah yeah so that's uh, i would understand why it's a little bit hard for you to do scat play and also like there's so much to clean up and it's
2: like scat play is really it, it's very involved and that's why I always get so upset when people like not only want scat play but then they try to like lowball you for it. Like, this one guy was like, yeah, like, how much would it take for you to, like, you know, shit on my mouth? And then maybe, like, you use my mouth like a towel or something. And I'm like, yeah, you're giving me at least a band for that. Easily. And he's like, oh, well, I know one girl that, like, she'll shit on me. And then, like, she'll have her friends shit on me. And then they step on me. And then, like, I give her $50. And I'm like, so go see that bitch. Oh, right. She doesn't exist. Yeah. Or it's that
0: homeless lady. Yeah. or it's her. Or it's her. I
2: would. Ho- I, yeah. yeah Not. I think about her a lot. I'm like, she should be getting money for she that. She could be on
0: OnlyFans making so much money. So much money. Bag shit, lady. Yes. She could be bringing in fifty k a month. Are you Literally. kidding me? What's she doing?
2: Literally. Wow.
0: I'm, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever even tried to do shit play and you just like couldn't do it?
2: It's. Like, I just can't do it on... Com- it's you really hard.
0: You got- yeah, it's, like- it's
2: really hard. There used to be this one guy at the Dom house who was just like, you know, I want you to put me in a diaper, put me in the closet, you know, shit on me, and then, like, change my diaper. Like, I want you to change my diaper. And I was just like... I, I couldn't shit on... I'm like, this is really difficult. Like, <laughs> Does that-
0: all this shit when guys... When, like, dudes are asking you to do this make you like, walk around and go, just look at other men and be like, damn, a lot of you guys are really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You look at most guys and you're like, oh... You guys are fucking weird. Oh, okay. You're trying to, any guy that tries to come off as super confident, like you meet and you're like, nah, I know you want to be, you want your diaper changed. I yeah. know, I know the real you.
2: There are certain, there are certain, there've definitely been certain people where I've just been like, yeah, you yeah. want me to shit in your mouth. I'm like, that's fine. Like everybody's hey, it's got fine. their thing. If it would
0: make me respect man, probably a little bit less, but yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah.
2: Or like, you know, some, the worst is when you run into to clients at places where you oh,
0: no. definitely should not. Yeah, where have you run into clients before?
2: Oh man, so my friend was in uh, my friend was giving birth uh, in the hospital, and I was there for the no. first five hours and you know she was like please give me some ice chips i need something to chew on and i was like yeah 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 i got you i got you and i go to get her ice chips and i see this like hasidic family in another room and this one hasidic guy just keeps like staring at me like just really staring at me yeah I'm like dude what the fuck is your problem like what and then he turned around and i saw his like biscuit booty and it was like a raven simone like flashback scenario yeah, you're like- and I was like, I pegged you last summer. Oh, most definitely.
0: I know what you did last summer, and it was have well, me peg you.
2: Yeah.
0: Holy shit! <laughs>
2: I know what I did last summer. That's and so it was funny you.
0: that you didn't recognize his face, but you recognized his ass.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The Once I saw biscuit that biscuit
0: wagon on him. Yep. Wow.
2: Yeah, Holy... my friend was like, "What's a biscuit booty?" And I'm like, "It's like when like a white person has like a fat ass, but uh-huh. like they don't moisturize, <laughs> so it's like flaky." Oh my God.
1: it's disgusting
0: (laughs) (laughs) and it's like I can imagine it I like know what you're saying and like because it's like when you bring biscuits like fresh out of the oven and and they're they're just like flaky over over the place and they're like uneven you're like oh Jesus oh my god and you had to you had to peg that ass wow I did I did. God. I mean, I've I knew someone that there was a comedian that worked at like there was a there's like a midtown sex dungeon like kind of close to here, like like on Fifth Avenue. I
2: know though. Yeah. One.
0: <laughs> and she said that a lot of Hosseeds would would go to it specifically. Like she noticed it was a majority of them would come at certain Oh times. yeah.
2: Oh they're bit yeah. Yeah. And it's
0: so like the more repressed dude, the more yeah. Yeah. the mm-hmm. more they can't do it, the more they're like, I gotta get it all out. Yeah. Like in a diaper. Yeah, the pe- I mean, just getting pegged. Yeah. I and mean, that Is there like is there anything that you really like doing of all that cuz there's so much different shit to do. Right. Is there anything that you really enjoy doing like I mean, I don't know, you might like pegging some dude, but like I love
2: pegging. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know, it's fun. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's fun. I've done it to clients and I've also um actually I have yet to do it To just someone that I'm hooking up with just because, Uh like, oh my! I almost did it with this one guy, but, like, he was really irritating me because he's like, you know, like, it's not gay that I'm asking you to do this. And I'm like, of course it's not gay. It's your asshole.
0: Yeah, you're like, also, no one's talking about that. No one's talking
2: about that. And also just, like, the only thing that makes you gay is if you're gay. And if you want your booty hole played with, that makes sense. There's so many nerve endings hey, there. Dude, it'd
0: be gay if I was a guy, all right? that's that's where like, it is. It's
2: just it's yeah, it's just a butthole. Uh-huh. like fuck yeah, I, I love that. I all I love um cock and ball torture. That's always fun. My my, my workers always make fun of me because they're like, yeah, you know she's really hurting somebody in a session when she I have this like laugh that I get.
0: Oh yeah! Like when
2: I'm when I'm doing it, like it's just like this giddy, like maniacal laugh.
0: Just like having the time of your life.
2: I am. Yeah, it's just a good time. I'm just like, oh, look at you. You can't breathe. Just
0: destroying like, a guy's cock and balls. Yeah. Wow.
2: It's sweet. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is for
0: me. For you, it is. Yeah. <laughs> you're just taking it all out on any whack dude you've ever been with. You're like, well, what's going on? You're nuts right now.
2: Literally, yeah. And they, lo- oh my god, yeah. But the
0: thing is, they like it, which is the craziest. Like you are getting this joy from it, but like they're getting just as much.
1: Yeah. So they how do bring-
0: you, when you're doing, co- like, how do you know how to not go too far? Is like, like there does have to be a line that, you know, you're talking about being, being a professional. Like mm-hmm. there does have to be a line where you're like, okay, I can do this and it's not going to cause like irreparable damage.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: like, how, how, you, how do you learn that? How do you get to that? Area Um, of expertise.
2: Practice, research, and honestly, just really being in tune with your submissive's body language. Really? Like, I'm always focused on their body. Mm -hmm. Uh, If, you know, you start twitching in a certain direction, that lets me know, like, okay, maybe I should move the pressure from this side and move it over to this side. Um, I try to create, like, some kind of a balance. That way there's not too much pain on just... Yeah. One. One. And also, you know, you get like I asked them, like you know, do you have a pacemaker? Or, like, do you have like because you can't <laughs> <a> die pacemaker? <laughs> here. Yeah, I had to ask one of my one of my clients is like pretty. Old. pretty old and i always like he thinks it's a joke but i'm not kidding i tell him i'm like you can't die here yeah, you yeah, want to I... die you die on the subway like a real new york that's how you, you die. die
0: exactly in my and you just room. take to pelham you're, Pel- you're just taken to pelham bay park and just dumped in the water that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah no
2: i'm not i'm like yo nah i don't like i already got enough shit on my plate like if you, you feed, can't have
0: someone dying that's what n- wow. no
2: that's 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 too much that's too much. Okay, and that's there's always like some form of communication and there's always just, um, I don't know, I try to like implement a lot of different things to like create like that balance. Like, okay, you know, if I'm going to get a whole bunch of really extreme clothespins pins and mm-hmm. pin those on your dick, then I'll put some Icy Hot on your balls to like balance it out. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: You're so creative. You look
2: horrible.
0: I'm just like imagining... <laughs> like, wait, by clothes pins you mean the one with like the sharp edge, right?
2: Like no, just like real like.
0: Oh, like clamps.
2: Like little, yeah. Yeah, the, like, yeah, yeah. Little stuff, yeah.
0: Like um, like like that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, I was thinking like, of the pins that go through the skin. Oh, I was you like,
2: can do that. I I don't know how to properly do, do that Needle hurting. play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. You
0: don't fuck with it. Yeah, okay.
2: but I know some doms that do. So whenever people want that from me Uh i'm like listen i cannot administer that yeah without potentially
0: fucking your dick up yeah so but
2: i know this person
0: she or he knows really they know everything they
2: know everything about that so you can go to them but like if you know you want to like choke on my foot while i yank your balls (laughs) off i'm your person that's amazing
0: It must be so much fun for you. Honestly. Oh my God. I have a great time. It must time. be so much. Okay. So, so cock, so cock and ball is one of your favorite things to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love
2: that. I love any kind of like impact play, like with floggers, with um, writing crops with my hands. Yeah. Um, and Are you just
0: yelling shit at them while you're doing this. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm in charge. I'm um, it depends. on- in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's a good one. I'll piss in your eyes. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I'm usually saying, I'm usually saying stuff, or most of the time I'm laughing. Like I just it probably get, helps
0: with the humiliation more. Oh my god! I yeah. just get
2: so excited that I just start laughing and I just smile a lot. Like I'm just really radiant when I'm in a session. I get really excited, and it depends on. I always ask uh, my submissives, like um, you know. Is there anything that you want me to specifically point out in sessions, mm-hmm. and is there anything that you want me to steer away from verbally? Where, like, um, for example, I had one client that like loved verbal humiliation, okay. but. Um, I couldn't call that. They just said, Don't call me stupid or dumb or whatever because oh, that's a that's a trigger point for me. Oh, okay. uh, that's something yeah. that I grew up being bullied about. Uh, so don't bring that up. And it's like, cool, great. Put that in my book. That's your hard limit. I thought
0: they were gonna say slurs and they're like, No, call oh, me all of those.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's the uh, I'm I make it pretty clear that I don't fucking do like race play shit. and yeah. shit like that. But
0: that must be a big thing and Dom stuff I would imagine.
2: Oh my god. Yeah. yeah there's like a whole like, yeah, race play and like BBC fetish and all that shit. And I'm just like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Like but BBC
0: is uh is back hog? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah,
2: and I'm like, I'm not about to fucking like dehumanize my people for yeah. you. But like if you want me to make fun of your biscuit booty and Got the it. fact that like the small white dick. Yeah, I'll do yes.
0: that. Okay.
2: I'll
0: do that. Okay.
2: Or um Oh, what's the other one? That. Oh wait, no, I was okay with do. I usually don't do, mommy fetishes, <laughs> just because like I don't. I have like
0: you just don't want to deal with that.
2: I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, I usually don't. But there and also have...
0: like your relationship with your mom isn't great, so maybe it's it might not, remind yeah, you of some it's shit. It's not a good. Yeah. It's
2: not a good time. But um. I do, I do love like creating like scenarios or whatever.
0: Yeah, whatever it seems like. it, it, online. It's I saw that you did like different role playing shit, like anime. It seems that like you do a lot of anime stuff, or have you got asked for it a couple times?
2: I've gotten asked. Well, yeah, uh, ba- Faye Valentine was like, uh-huh. my first kind of anime. Th- I get a lot of like movie and pop culture. Okay. Requests, or I just get really. They want the really gross, the really real shit legacy. It's like, I want you to be working out and I just want you to show me your sweaty armpits and oh tell me God. that you know my sweaty secret and that you're going to suffocate me with these armpits or wow. whatever. Yeah. Arm, like I've been getting a lot of armpit fetish requests recently and I'm like, okay.
0: You're like, all right. Fuck it, dude. Cool. Whatever pays the... Yeah. Have you noticed that there's one thing that people ask of you more than... Well, probably there. There was that one thing I was like, you had mentioned like hypnotitties. Like, oh yeah. Okay, explain hypnotitties and like where this realization came from. Yeah. And-
2: um. So I came up with hypnotip therapy. Okay. And it's basically um, it's basically different clips where I shoot me bouncing my boobs either uh-huh. clothed unclothed uh i recently just shot a clip for oh no i haven't shot the halloween one yet that one's coming nice. <laughs> that two one. pumpkins yeah. yeah um so i'll like sometimes i'll do them like immerse in water or oil or whatever uh-huh. and the trick is is that i'll shoot them and then i do my voiceover where I'm basically telling you what to do because people always say like, wow, like your chest is so hypnotizing or whatever. And I was like, Hmm, maybe I can use that. And I remember the first one I did, it was like, my boobs were bouncing around and it's like, I want you to look into my breasts and let them guide you into breath. Wow. Breathe in and out. (sighs) Cause I figure like, Everybody's going to listen to some titties, and I feel like um, that's the first – breasts are kind of like the first thing you connect with when you're young, and they're just like really kind of comforting. It's true, yeah. That
0: is a – I mean, and and titties will hypnotize most people. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if they're – I mean I saw in that one video you do it and I was like, why am I relaxed now? Yeah. What's going on?
2: Yeah, it's it's really f- – I did that – I remember I did that one clip and the amount of people that told me like that it really helped their anxiety or like I have yeah. friends that – I have friends of mine that subscribe to my OnlyFans and they're like, yeah, I watch those to sleep. Like that's what I
0: – That's crazy. That's what I
2: watch to go to sleep. and You're it's helping like,
0: people go to sleep with your –
2: I know I know they're awesome. They are. They are really guys. helping.
0: Yeah. Thank you guys so much for being here. You know. Yeah. <laughs> that's. A, I mean. That's. That. I would say that's like a calling card. It's it like is. people know Carmen Eva for her hypnotic tits. Yes. Because it's like no. No one else is really doing that. And it's like you're. You need to have your own app. Fuck Headspace, you know. <laughs> it's fucking like titty spit, and it's just you. Just right. yeah, with videos as well.
2: Yeah, that's, it's that's
0: some content right there. It's
2: really comforting, and it's also just like fun for me because it allows me to make boob puns, which is like my favorite thing to do. I like, I could see that. Yeah. That's wow. Yeah, that finding at like, finding my own n- niche mm-hmm. has been really exciting yeah really really exciting
0: you get to feel like more like yourself Mm -hmm. and more like you're taking charge you know and it's like a creative outlet i would say oh
2: yeah it's super it's super fun and it allows me to be it allows me to combine all the parts about me that i love which is like my looks my amazing wit and my amazing tits. Like it's just all, all them,
0: together. All the together. The trifecta.
2: And like I get to do looks and come up with like stories mm-hmm. and shit. Like it's my favorite. Like Yeah,
0: you're like, this is for job my job. I have to dress like this, this is for my this yeah. is for work. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry guys. I'm ri- also I'm writing off all of this on my taxes. <laughs> like, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has uh did did COVID help in terms of OnlyFans, you think, with getting more requests and everything? Or
2: um it
0: because there's no in person or it's not as much in person stuff. I, would I guess. haven't been
2: able to really do any in person stuff since COVID just because. Um, mm, yeah, just because. Safety. Yeah. yeah, safety. For safety reasons, I've been doing a lot more online stuff. But, you know, it definitely has been difficult mm-hmm. because, you know, the stress of the world being on fire and the yes. global pandemic and everything. It's at least like when I'm doing an in-person session, like I do Mm -hmm. my session and that's it with online stuff. It's like, okay, I have to plan a look. Now I have to shoot. Now I have to edit. Now I have to make sure like it's a lot. Yeah, it takes a lot more work and, you know. I'm a depressed person. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm yeah. fucking tired all the yeah, time. Dude. And, you know, like, when I get really depressed, um, sometimes I can't really, like, look at myself or engage yeah. with my body in that way. Of course. So I just can't, you know, like, sometimes I can't post as often as I would like just because I'm really sad. And for the most part, my clients understand but yeah. every once in a while there's always that one point it's like but where's your asshole and it's like yeah. my asshole is sad it's sad okay <laughs> it's
0: frowning right now you don't want to see it it doesn't look good okay yeah, give it's... me a couple days goddamn it literally
2: um, yeah like please
0: they just want to they just want to get off though it's fucking Has <laughs> um through cuz you've been doing it kind of consistently like the past 3 to 4 years mm-hmm. right uh during that time has have there been any moments that, that come to your mind where you were like this is fucking insane that I'm doing this. Like in a, like the most fun moments for you, like any moment where you're like, this is crazy. I cannot believe I get paid
1: to do this. Or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, um, definitely like my my some of my armpit videos. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one armpit video that I, it was like an armpit and like, sw- like sweaty foot combo video, and it was very specific because it was when I was um it was in the height of my full-time dog walker career okay and he was like yeah like i want you to shoot me this clip but it has to be like after a sh- a, sh- a dog walking shift like i want it mm-hmm. fresh like you know fresh out of work like what do your armpits yeah. and your feet look like oh my god and he had a whole I love this guy like he like you either get people that are like yeah I just want feet you say and do whatever and Uh then you get the people that are like so detailed about it he had a script I call him Quentin Toentino because he (sighs) has like this fucking script that he wants me to say.
0: Storyboards and shit. And yeah, yeah
2: so I had to buy a dry erase board and I'm like writing down the points. It's like, okay, I have to tell him that I know his sweaty secret, that I have this sweaty treat for him. Wow. And it's like I have this whole thing and I'll never forget... I was shooting the clip, and my roommate, like, walked into my room to borrow or a mm-hmm. lighter or something. And she was like, this is the craziest setup I've ever seen you had. I have, like, lights here. Yeah. And then I had the fucking dry erase board, board yeah. over here with all the points. And then there's me in a chair like this, <laughs> like, pointing at my fucking feet, taking my nasty-ass socks off. Yeah. And, like, it was just so...
0: And people Ooh. will pay for those socks, dude. Oh, <laughs> ship them out. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm like, yo, every uh, worn items, uh-huh. yeah. socks, underwear. I don't throw none of that shit out now. I sell it.
0: Smart shit. So, so you, I, I was just curious if COVID allowed you to make more money during it, or actually, you've, it's seen you know, it gone down. Because I would think that for sex workers, in a lot of ways, COVID would help. But no.
2: yeah, no. no, it's 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 definitely become more difficult because um, sex workers are our job is all human interaction and mm, having that yeah. being cut off really fucks with your money and on top of that sex workers aren't allowed any kind of relief from
0: yeah you don't get the pandemic assistance right any of that. none of that and shit. now ev- and when covid happened everyone was like i'm gonna have an OnlyFans."
2: Exactly. now. exactly and, and that was really upsetting motherfuckers
0: to are taking away be- money away from you yeah.
2: yeah it's upset and it's also just i wouldn't care so much if Like, if you're gonna do if you're gonna try to do what we do, at least like support the community and Mm -hmm. like be there for the people that paved the way for you to do it. Yeah. Like sex, you know, like Sesta Fosta got passed and sex workers were put in danger and people didn't fucking give a shit. Like, people don't give a shit about sex workers until it's time to use us. And that's super dehumanizing and not okay. And yeah, what did Sesta Fosta do again? So Sesta Fosta was basically put out there as an anti-trafficking bill.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember.
2: And it made it so that like um third-party sites would basically be completely responsible for like what is done on them. So sites like Backpage, Backpage yeah. and stuff. So the thing is is that that sounds good in theory, but basically what it's doing is it's eliminating websites that sex workers use to not only find and screen their clients in mm-hmm. a safe way but you know just allows them to do their business on their terms yeah and keep themselves safe so when you take away all those things you have these people that are already in a desperate situation left with nothing more and that leads them to do more survival sex work where it's just like more on the, the street, street yeah. and stuff and actually sex trafficking has Gone, gone up. way up because now all these predators are like, okay, these people are desperate. They're going to be more uh, likely okay. to fall for what I have to give.
0: Or just going to be in a bind and have to do it.
2: Right. Exactly. And at the end of the day, this whole... sesta is really kind of a test I, I for me, I feel like it's a test for the government to see to sort of just kinda ease in the whole like we're gonna be censoring and watching everything that you're doing. But mm. we're gonna start with the sex workers first because then we can put it under this whole moral bullshit Mor- yes, that doesn't really ethical exist. Ethical
0: shit. And it's like for the children too. I remember they like presented it as a way to combat like child trafficking as well. Right. Right, yeah. and
2: it's like not you. You've just made it. You've just made it worse. And it's just like if you really did give a shit about the situation, you would be talking to sex trafficking victims mm-hmm. and giving them what they need and listening to them. And you would also be listening to sex workers because we know yeah. we know what we need in our jobs. We know what would ma- the best thing that you could do is to decriminalize it. Yeah, if you decriminalize it, then we can properly screen everything like then it would be much much easier to weed out the traffickers
0: for sure whereas now even it's like just, some guy does some crazy shit and you could at least call the cop or at least do something you get
2: to do something. have yeah. some
0: kind of recourse instead of now it's like they're gonna go what are you gonna do right report me
2: mm-hmm.
0: this shit is legal mm-hmm. yeah it's like there's this it uh gives the power back to the worker that's doing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's just the foster kind of, Hey, cause I remember I heard about it and I read this article about how it, it, um, there's a big lawsuit with back pages about it. And the way they presented it was like, it was shown or it was, it was pitched as something good, right. but it really screwed over a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And put them, like you said, in yeah. more danger.
2: Like my, um, I was basically at this dom studio with some of my other coworkers for a while and we had to close after Damn. Sesta Fafsa, because we couldn't we couldn't advertise anywhere, we couldn't pay rent. Yeah. And then we ha- we had to close and it's just like that was that was our safe space. Mm-hmm. That was our safe space because we were all there with each other and you know, we all we all loved each other but also like if you fucking tried it with one of my sisters, I'll fuck you up. Oh yeah, like,
0: the guy's just back. Like, yeah, you have no, to. No.
2: Uh-uh, you don't go after my sisters never.
0: So now it's becoming more and more of a full time thing. Do you think you still want to be an esthetician? You still want to go to um, is it called esthetician school? What is?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I actually was. I I was in esthetician school for uh-huh. most of quarantine. Yeah, that was a fucking. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh boy, that was. Oh man, yeah, that was very. That was very messy and then I ended up having to take a leave of absence because it was just really messy and also mm-hmm. the director of the program was just really treating me like shit. Like he really? was he was just being an asshole and was like b- talking down to me the whole time and I knew he was talking down to me because I was a black woman and really? it really irritated me. Like yes, it irritated me because he was being a racist piece of shit. What
0: made you think it was because of that?
2: Um, because whenever I would try to talk to him and ask him questions about the program and like how are you, what are you going to be implementing to mm-hmm. help the students during this pandemic? Like we're not getting the same education since we can't be in the school and now everything's been moved to online. Like what are you going to be providing to make it to make it what we paid for? And yeah, to make yeah, it, yeah. And, you know, like basic questions and he would always be like, wow, you sound really aggressive right now or, you know, the Uh. tone that you're taking. It would always he would turn it into a situation where he would demonize me, but at the same time also infantilize me and talk to me like I'm a child. And, like, I don't really know what the fuck is going on. And that's usually, yeah. And usually, like, when black women speak their truth, Mm -hmm. your dean does just this angry, bitter bitch who just, you know, you're just mad and you're just gonna spew hate or whatever. And that pissed me off because I was just like, first of all, that's racist. But second of all, like, what really made me mad was just like, you're gonna talk down to me and you're shaped like a fucking suppository. (laughs) Like, are you serious? Not only
0: are you talking down to me, you're also. Fucking ugly, bro. Not All right? yeah. I'm get- like
2: the money that I am using to pay for this fucking school, uh-huh. I get from shoving things that look like you into other people. Yeah. And you want to talk down to me like, get the fuck out of here. But he he ended up leaving, so now I'm like, okay, cool.
0: Maybe come back. I'll,
2: I'll go. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go back just to finish, just so that I can get my fucking license. But mm-hmm. it's just, it's 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 messy. But, but
0: you don't think. Um, you're gonna stop doing doming anytime in the future?
2: Probably, yeah. probably not. Like, if I'm not in doing future, in-person yeah. sessions, I'll definitely. I love making clips. Yeah, I love I love having multiple forms of income, and I love being able to express myself in a different way that celebrates my body. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I spent most of my life ha- hating my body. It's nice to be able to celebrate it and to love on it and also I want to continue doing it because Mm -hmm. it sharpens so many of my skills Um, yeah it sharpens my ability to multitask my ability to manage like I manage Mm -hmm. my emails I manage all my messages I manage all my DMs it allows me to hone in on certain you know skills with my body like how how i move my chest how Mm -hmm. i move my hands to get that perfect you know like ha you know
0: and the balls yeah yes like you you, bounce your titties up and down like you said you know it takes practice it does
2: take practice i mean how
0: many hours a week are you looking in the mirror and bouncing them up and down to make sure they look perfect (laughs) you're like 10 to to 15
2: yeah
0: (laughs) and i'm like wow and then you film it and you make money off of the practice yes it's a, it's an art. Titty bouncing is an art. It okay? really is. Yeah. It's not easy. It's, it's like juggling, you know? It mm-hmm. takes you got to, like, learn how to have each hand moving independently. Right. Yeah.
2: But luckily, like, they're attached.
0: Thank God. <laughs> yeah, because if they were going all over the place, you'd be picking your titties up off the ground. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. dirty. You got to, like, brush them off. Right. Yeah. You can't be having that. No. So that's good. So this is, like, something new that's now part of your life and you're really, like, you're really with it. Yeah. Do you have people asking you like, oh, I'm thinking about getting – like you probably have those people all the time. They're like, I'm thinking about getting into it and like what do you suggest, blah, blah, blah.
2: I suggest that you pay a sex worker to tell you. Oh. (laughs) And I say that because, you know, like when I first started, I I just spent hours doing research myself and just like trial and error and Mm -hmm. figuring it out. And – um. You can save yourself a lot of time and grief if you just hire a sex worker to tell you. And some sex workers offer that, some don't. Some already have, like, plans and shit Mm -hmm. written out, like, um... I know one Dom, uh, Mistress Marley, she's amazing. She has like a whole Sex Academy Patreon thing. Really? Yeah, you subscribe, it's like five, it's like anywhere from five to $25 a month. And Uh it's very thorough. Like she like explains. Extensively
0: explains how to become a sex worker.
2: Yeah. So there's like, just obviously the information is valuable Mm -hmm. and our time is very, very valuable. So just hire a sex worker to tell you. Have
0: you uh, had to deal with, like, being in a long-term relationship during this and how to deal with the dynamic of someone who maybe is, like, they didn't know or now that they're with you and they're like, I'm uncomfortable about it? Have you had to deal with anything like that?
2: Um, No, because I'm the type of person where if I think we're – going to a date or Mm -hmm. something. I kind of just lay it all out there. This is what I am. This is what I am. This is what I do, because I'm proud of who I am. And I'm very proud of what I do. And if I'm going to date anyone or have a partner, you need to support me. Yeah. You need to support me. Like, I'm not I'm not about to have somebody clowning me or looking or feeling. If you feel Jealous. uncomfortable with yeah. it, then we can't it's not going to work. It's not going to work out. And I think I, it's
0: hard for a lot of people to think about cuz they're like they're getting because it sounds like a lot of what you do is not fully sexual it's more like you doing acts to people but also you are pegging people so there is i'm guessing at, at some point like just full-on just like penetrative sex at some like uh, make potentially yeah and yeah. also
2: like what like my only like i'm fucking myself on my only. Yeah,
0: so yeah, like, yeah
2: yeah true, yeah true. So.
0: yeah so it's like i think a lot of people would be like oh how do i get over the fact that um they're gonna be with other people and they come home to me and what would you like how do you explain it to someone that like that, oh, it's I'm with you though. Like this is my job.
2: Well, because yeah, it's exactly that. It's a job. And mm-hmm. also, um, I would tell that person that they need to examine those feelings mm-hmm. because this is my body. Okay. This is my body, it belongs to me. I will Can do what I want with it, Mm -hmm. Um, and when I choose to do certain things with it, that doesn't make like I'm not yours to own. I'm your partner to be with, and I'm never. And that's and that's the thing. Like it's not for everybody, Mm -hmm. and that's why. Like I like to just lay it all out on the table and just be honest about it because if you're not comfortable with it, you can just walk away. It's not going to work. But I'm never going to change myself or make myself smaller to make yourself feel comfortable, to make that person feel comfortable. I'm not going to do that.
0: And also, like, it could, I guess it could be, at the end of the day, it's still a committed, intimate, like, emotional relationship with one person. There's just, like, I am also doing something else that does include some things that we do, but it's on a completely different plane. It's on a completely, I'm not in love with any of these people that i'm having sex with like i'm doing it so i can come home and then enjoy having sex with you it's right it's It's, definitely you have to expand your mind to be like from the norm of what we're taught our normal relationships but i think if you find someone that is as connected with you as you are with them and is down for it right they'll be like i can figure it out
2: yeah and it's usually yeah like some some of the people that i've dated or whatever saw or Mm -hmm. while i've been doing this like if anything they're the ones who help me shoot or they'll be like oh like that's (laughs) cool i
0: feel like it would make it easier yeah yeah
2: no like it's it yeah like that's that's the kind of situation that i want to be in like i'm never in yeah i haven't been i haven't been on a date that someone hasn't paid me for (laughs) in years like a very 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 long so time. they'll
0: hit you up and pay you just to go on dates with them
2: yeah because my time oh. is valuable
0: oh interesting yeah wait but hold on so if we if we let's say we match on a dating app uh-huh. and then i asked you on a date would you then say i have a price or would it depend on if you were into me or not
2: um it depends on what app you're getting at me if you're yes. hitting me up on like my dom app no or my-
0: no 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 no. that oh. of course you're Being paid for that. I meant like a regular dating app.
2: Oh, like a regular... Like, I guess it depends. Like, if I feel... Yeah, for the most part, I've usually just been, like, taking money just because, I guess, like, the last... Dates that I went on for free just really sucked. And I was like, well, fuck, man. Like, well, most dates
0: suck. And you're like, well, do, uh, if it's going to suck, I might as well get money from it.
2: Right. But they they do. But like, I don't know. There's something about me that just like attracts weirdos. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. oh, I
0: couldn't. I have, there's nothing about you that would make any sense to me why that wouldn't. Yeah.
2: Not. I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like the last, the last date that I went on. For free, yeah. We were about to kiss, and then he was like, "Yeah, you're so hot. You know, you remind me of my dead aunt. And I oh, was like, What? Oh
0: no, you were right there, dude. Yeah, and you I was, was just so like, "Close."
2: God. I was like, "Damn it! Like at least, you know, if I had some money, I could buy some weed so that I can forget
0: that oh, this happened." Oh my God.
2: But
0: like, <laughs> not- That's a moment when you go, "Fuck, man."
2: And it's and that my that's. I've had so two different people say that to me. That you I are, remind them of their dead aunt. That is That is
0: so specific. It's
2: really I don't know. That's
0: so weird. Yeah. That's I mean very funny, but <laughs> so specific. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Holy shit.
2: Yeah, that's why I think that's why I stopped going on dates for free. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I just attract weirdos that just yeah. want to fuck me because I look like they're dead on. And yeah, you're I, like, I
0: can't be doing dead aunt play for free. I really okay? can't. You'll do, it, you'll do it for money, but you can't. Right. cannot be doing that shit for free. Yeah, I'll be your dead aunt for money. Yeah, I'll be your dead aunt <laughs> for money. Yeah, of course. Carmen Carmenife will be your dead aunt for money. I will. You know what? I'm going to name the episode that.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Carmenife
0: will be your dead aunt for money. Wow, I will. That's um, so Cash awesome. Cash app
2: me and I'll be your dead aunt.
0: Cash app her. She will be... They're dead on. Is there anything that you? Um, I well, know you just got a dog. I was gonna say, is there anything else that you're really into besides doing this? But it seems like the dog's probably taking up all your time. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. she's perfect, very cute. She's yeah, she's
2: perfect. Her name is Platano Maduro.
0: Platano Maduro, okay, yeah,
2: my sweet plantain, sweet
0: plantains.
2: Yeah, she's just like she just makes me so happy and she just brings me a piece that I just did not think was possible like mm-hmm. i i don't know especially during this whole like quarantine and everything yeah. like my depression anxiety and ptsd have just been like this is our time to shine bitch. like
0: we're back baby yeah, yeah literally
2: and i'm just like it's like oh, that my...
0: meme with veggie tales where it's like can we introduce ourselves Yeah,
2: literally. <laughs> yes yeah and then they each take turns yep yeah mm. oh my god and i it's been so hard for me to just Do everything that I usually do. Like Mm -hmm. I've just been so just like I don't know heartbroken in a lot of ways. What have you
0: found it's the hardest for you to do? You think?
2: Oh my god! Like it's been so hard for so sometimes my one of my PTSD triggers can be Mm -hmm. literally like looking at myself.
0: (laughs) Really? Literally
2: looking at myself, and sometimes it can get so bad that like I cover up the mirrors in my house. Wow! Because I can't. Like I can't look at myself. It would just and, set you off. Yeah, it would just set me off, and you know when your job relies on, on you, how yeah. you look, it's it it can be really fucking daunting, and you know sometimes or sometimes like I can't I get night terrors and I can't fucking sleep, and Damn. it's all kinds of fucking shit. But like ever since I got. You know, Platano, like, she, it's like once I start to feel anxious, she just knows. And she just, like, gets uh, on my lap. Or, like, if I start to get kind of shaky or something pops up, like, she'll, like, roll over. Animals
0: can tell, man. It's very... They have this sixth sense that, like, we're not in tune with. Right. And they can tell. It's right. very, very strange.
2: It's... It's... It's beautiful. It's yeah. yeah, it's really beautiful. And, like, she just... In the moments where... I can't see things about myself that mm-hmm. I like because of my mental health issues. Mm-hmm. She's able to let me see those things because, you know, she loves me so much. And I'm like, you have no ulterior motive. You're just a fucking dog. Yeah,
0: exactly. There's nothing. Yeah, she just like feed me.
1: That's yeah, it.
2: she's just like and she, you know, she has no ulterior motive to like love me as much as she does. But she just does. And I'm like, okay, well, if she can, I can. And also... When I – taking care of her motivates me to take care of myself more. Oh, so yeah. So I'm like, It's okay, for I, something else. It's right. not just
0: for you. It's like less selfish. You're like, I need to take care of myself because I have something else that right. relies on me. Right. And, and I love just, her so much.
2: Exactly. And she's just – it's complete – I haven't even had her a fucking week. And yeah, she's and you're completely already smitten. Oh, my God, completely changed my like my roommates are like, yo, like you wake up every morning like laughing now. Like, I'm just so happy and like excited. And, you know, now I feel like I can take on. Everything the world has to bring to me because yeah. I have her waiting for me at home or um, I can bring her. I bring her to work with me when I'm sugar waxing people. Really? Yeah, she's super chill. She just sits there. Even the first time I brought her, she was like, what the f-? fuck are you doing these?
0: oh because you're just putting wax in people's bodies
2: well yeah well not just what like i'm really <laughs> one of my clients was talking about how they want to bring a camera next time i give them mm-hmm. a brazilian because they're like i want to show you like what you look like when you're sugaring people because i'm really thorough like i'm like,
0: focused yeah, yeah i
2: have a headlamp like i'm, I'm gonna oh, shit. get in there and make sure i get all of those fuck- hairs
0: are gone yeah how many how many assholes did you have to see before you were like Not phased by them anymore.
2: Well, that's the thing. Like, being a Dom kind of prepared me for, like...
0: Oh, yeah. You'd seen a lot of buttholes already. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And buttholes are awesome. Like, it's like a fingerprint. Each butthole is different. Each butthole is unique.
0: Each butthole is like a snowflake. Yeah. And they also kind of look like them a tiny bit. A little bit. Yeah, just with the star a little bit, you know. Just a little bit. Just a tiny bit. Wow, each butthole is a snowflake. So sweet. So, (laughs) everyone, you guys... Everyone out there remember, okay? You guys all have unique bundles, yes, okay? You do. And you need to be proud of them, okay?
2: And you need to exfoliate them.
0: You need to, you need to, wow, you need to exfoliate them? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Exfoliate your bottle. Yeah. or oh, it's like some, some sugar scrub or something or what? No,
2: no. So we sell these exfoliation mitts where I work mm-hmm. because it's like a bathhouse mitt that fits right on your glove Yeah, and it oh, it fits like a glove on your hand and it just allows you to get in all the crevasses and stuff and that's mm-hmm. important. But oh. yeah, you want to exfoliate your buttholes because, you know, anal comodones are a thing. What's that? That's like, you know, when you get a blackhead in your anal folds. Oh. And they're totally normal because uh-huh. think about it. It's like it's you got these folds right yeah and then you got the butt cheeks what are the butt cheeks doing when you're walking around there's creating like some kind of friction
0: a little bit of sweat
2: exactly so all those things combine like very easily you can get some irritation down there Mm -hmm. you can get anal clomidones you can get all kinds of stuff so just exfoliate your butthole
0: guys exfoliate get those blackheads out of your butthole okay and if
2: you and you know if you need help Hire me. She
0: will help. You know, she will love doing it. Okay, I will love that's it. That's her yeah. bread and butter.
2: It is. <laughs> <laughs> bread, butter, bread, jam, all, all
0: of it. <laughs> the, and she'll do any of it, okay, for a price because she's killing it. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you so much for doing this. This was awesome. No problem. Where, um, where can people find you?
2: You can find me on Instagram at Lisa Spliffson. You can okay. find me on Twitter at Madam Namio. And my OnlyFans is also Madam Namio.
0: What's Madam Namio?
2: Oh, that's my dumb name. Okay, Namiyo. Yeah, uh, named after my favorite artist, um, Namiyo Harukawa. Okay. He's a Japanese fetish artist that only draws portraits of fat and thick women crushing men with their asses. I have a couple of tattoos. Oh, shit. So it's like here's two girls making out, but then like if you look closely, they're crushing some guys here. Oh, that's
0: a guy's face. Wow. Yeah,
2: and then there's another one where she's like reading a book, but the guy's a swing.
0: Oh, she's sitting on the guy. Yeah. Oh fuck!
2: Yeah, and then I have another one here in
0: between the tits. Yeah, or and under I have,
2: them. I have them all over my body.
0: Wow! <laughs> What's his name? No, Namiyo. Namiyo. Namiyo okay. Harukawa. Namiyo Harukawa. Look in up peace. his. Oh, he's R.P. Dude to a, to a real one. Really? But the the artist the art's still out there. Oh yeah. Wow. That's yeah. I was gonna ask about the tattoos. I was like, those are some interesting tattoos. <laughs> oh those, yeah. Those uh, and all white dudes, I will say, are getting real just. <laughs> <laughs> getting their comeuppance.
2: Yes, they are.
0: Damn, sitting on, just crushing their faces. Yeah. And guess what? I bet you all those white dudes are liking it. Little yeah. Tap-y. They're all of enjoying course. it. Beautiful. Okay. Madam Madame Namio or Nami? Namio. Madam Namio. Find her there. Lisa Spliffson on Instagram. That'll probably direct people to all that as well. And yeah. then on Twitter, Madam Namio also, yep. right? Thank you so much for doing this. This is awesome. Anytime. All right. Thanks we'll so talk fun. to you soon, Psychos. See you later.